the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, indeed. I want to thank Mark Davis for sitting in for me yesterday. I got some really uh, powerful reports on how good his uh, his show is. Look, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of the pros of the country. He's like a legend. Okay. Okay. I have to react because people are wondering, what did I just say okay to? Sean puts in my ear, he's one of the top 100 talkers. That's like saying, he's so much better than that. It it is like saying, Sean, you are one of the 100 closest people to me in my life. I'll take it. (laughs) Top 100 talkers. How many talkers are there? Well, if you include local, it's thousands, obviously, but uh, I, 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 it's not the way I would praise him. Let, let me put it that way. Anyway, I want to thank him. It's very relaxing to me to know that when I take off, uh, I have uh, the show is in great hands. It's very, very, very comforting. No, I got this actually from, uh, from a, a number of people orally. Not, not, uh, it wasn't through writing. I didn't check my mail last night. I'm sure I got, I I just didn't check it. I am feverishly working on finishing the third volume of my five volume commentary on the uh, first five books of the Bible. And I'm telling you, it is, it is the hardest, it's definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. But like, like all, there's such somewhat of a rule in life that, Everything meaningful is hard. <laughs> Can you think of something that was easy and really meaningful and, and had duration to it? That's a big problem because a lot of young people are not marrying, not having kids because it's tough. It's also tough when you don't. That's what they don't know. Imagine if everybody could see the fork in their life. This is what would happen if you marry and make a family. We're going to put you 50 years ahead for five minutes to see your life 50 years from now. You're you're 20 when you're 70. This is your life without marrying. This is your life with marrying. The funny thing is you can see your future in many ways by talking to people who've made different choices. Ask people who married and had children. Do you regret it? Some might, by the way. Overwhelmingly, I suspect not. Ask the other ones who didn't marry and, and, did, and had children. Do you, do you regret it? Do you wish you had? I think you might get more 
regrets. So uh, the living martyr has apprised me of the baseball situation. Baseball opened. I'm going to ask you questions, some of which you may not have answers to. First of all, uh, did they supply, uh, you know, uh, like they have soundtracks on on comedies, laugh tracks? Did they supply uh, crowd tracks? I didn't watch any of the games. Oh, what about you, Sean? They did? So let me ask you, you just said it's really weird. Is it obvious? It's just disjointed. I don't know why they're doing it. Oh, look, I can't stand laugh tracks. Uh, Woody Allen made a, 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 a joke about that in one of his early movies, how dishonest it is. Woody Allen is a, a, an essentially honest man. And he's and he's he's sort of a naive child, and I don't say that as as a an attack in in a crappy world. And he doesn't know why he's being hit by it, and he's and and he he, he shouldn't be. Who some people have stood by him now, but but the usual cowardice reigns in, in Hollywood, right? Oh, I'm not going to work with Woody Allen. I mean, based on logic, you know, he's been charged by Mia Farrow and and her daughter with him having molested her once, correct? Once. No one else of the children has claimed ever. No, there's not the slightest scandal in his life in that arena. Do you know anybody who does something like that once? To one person and once, and we're supposed to believe that, and ruin his life and his reputation. I, oh yes, it was disproven. That's correct. It w- went to court. That what Yale did research on it. it, it, it it's. And, and here I am. This guy's a died in the wood wool liberal. This guy wouldn't vote Republican if it was a gun was to a head. But I, I don't care. It's right is right and wrong is wrong. Anyway, uh, I got onto him because of the laugh track. So they, so Sean, stay with me here. So, so if the guy hits a single, they they have a crowd applauding. And it was subtle, and, you know, when the, the uh, Mookie was at bat. Okay, yeah, it is strange. Uh-huh. Now, do we have any idea how many Americans watched? This is, to me, this, the $64,000 question. Yeah, uh, maybe people did. I think people did out of curiosity, too. I, I, I think... I would have been interested to see what happens. I would, I would want to know about taking the knee. Now, do you know about taking the knee? All right. You want to give, uh, give him the microphone, please? <clears throat> that, was, that was very fast, Sean. I want to salute you. So, uh, Alan, let me, let me quickly ask you. So, uh, they, let's say the Nationals, okay? This took place in Washington, the game? 
Where was this game? I don't know if it was in Washington or New York. It was the Nationals versus the Yankees. Okay. It was in Washington. Fine. Did both teams... Oh, yeah, in Washington. Did yeah. both teams take the knee? They took the knee before the National Anthem. Okay, hold on. The, all, the, all the players? Yes. Before the National Anthem? Yes. And, and they held the black scarf? Is that what... Is that what, what does that mean? Around their neck? They collectively... You can see... A, you have a picture on your computer. Yeah, okay, fine. Now... Okay, so I consider that a victory for the good guys, that nobody kneeled during the national anthem. Oh, they did. They, no, no. But let's no. be. Let's be. Let's okay. separate. Okay, we're talking about the Nationals and the Yankees now, not the Dodgers. Okay, in the Na- Yankees Nationals game, they, no one took a knee during the national. That anthem. That is correct. I think that's very important. I don't want any politics in sports to begin with, but my biggest anger was the the disgrace, disgracing of the flag. All right, they stood for the national anthem is big. Now, what's with Mookie Betts and the Dodgers? So Mookie Betts is the Dodgers' new star. He came over from the Boston Red Sox and signed a $350 million contract yesterday or the day before. And he kneeled during the national anthem. So he kneeled at both times, both before the national anthem and during. I know, I know. It's just what I, that, that's what I just said. So like I said, you're just repeating what I said. So, and they put their hands, but, but he was the only one to kneel during the national anthem. Okay. For that alone, I wouldn't watch the Dodgers. It's there, a some. You got to say this is some racist country. Yeah, I know. Three hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Yeah, but listen, Uncle Ben. Okay, R- whenever you think racism, think of Uncle Ben's rice and Aunt Jemima's pancakes, and then you will know how deep racism is in this country at this time. All right, you, you sometimes you forget that. Thank well, you, sir. Well, Mookie, Mookie reminded us. That's right, exactly. Okay, 1-8 Prager 776. We shall return. The Dennis Prager Show. President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. You will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text Prager to 88022 for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's P-R-A-G-E-R to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. Okay, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Curious if uh, you folks have watched uh, the any of these games. Uh, okay. 1-8 Prager 776. Did any of the baseball players have uh, social uh, slogans on the back of their uniform? Oh, that's also important. These are so, except for uh, Mookie Betts, three hundred fifty million dollar contract. 
so I, I would like to ask him, do you feel that you have suffered being an American because you're black? In the totality of your life, between luck, good luck, and unfortunate things, what would you rate your life as a black American? Moron. The ingrates. I hate ingrates. I must say, I do. I hate hysterics. I hate ingrates. We're, we're living, and it's all hysteria. Do you realize this country should be sort of so at peace with itself? It's it's so astonishing. It's the left creates the lies that become hysteria, like the Russian collusion thing. It was a hundred percent lie. They get away with it. They go to the next thing. The New York Times want a Pulitzer Prize. They want a Pulitzer Prize for the 1619. Pulitzer Committee is corrupt because the left has poisoned it. They've poisoned everything that they touch. Daniel Henninger in the Wall Street Journal. Progressives to cities drop dead. (laughs) Talking about cities, we should, I think... Uh, tell me what you think. Should we put it up or not? Those uh, little black kids marching in Portland with signs saying F the police, but it's completely spelled out. Put it up. Did you see any any adult men in that video? Can you can you imagine raising your child to uh, the kid looked three years old, four years old? Can you imagine raising your child with such language, first of all? Or am I speaking white culture when I think your child should not use the F word? I must be really white culturized. I didn't even, I'm I'm an outlier among whites. I didn't want my kids to say suck. Language is important. Yep, you got to see this uh, video. It was Andy No put it up. Guy's got courage staying in Portland. My God, I, I associate Portland with pure chaos. Hmm. On Tuesday, the New York City sky was clear, blue, and filled with sunshine. That's it for this week's good news. That was funny. That's how Daniel Henninger began his piece in the Wall Street Journal. We now turn to Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Chicago, San Francisco, and all of America's others seemingly godforsaken cities. I loved it when Portland's mayor, Ted Wheeler, said the federal presence, quote, is actually leading to more violence and more vandalism, unquote. Where's Groucho Marx when we need him to make sense of nonsense? 50-plus days of violence and rioting and this, uh, this... I don't, I don't know how America produces people like the Portland mayor. I don't know. I don't know how it produces people who vote for him. 
It's the so all the days there were no federal troops. What was the reason for the for the uh, vandalism and violence then, Mayor? Outside wartime, with bombardments turning blocks into rubble, I'm hard put to think of any precedent for what is happening to these U.S. cities now. The enforced pandemic closures and isolation were bad enough, but the endless protests, with their instinct to violence and atmosphere of dread, have broken the spirit of many cities. A story recently in Crane's New York Business described how the outdoor dining tables of restaurants in Hell's Kitchen on Manhattan's west side are overrun by disturbed or half-dressed beggars, who Mayor Bill de Blasio's administration has housed in nearby hotels. Said one restaurant owner, every bit of progress this neighborhood has made over the years is stepping backwards. All the left does is destroy. Do you, do you see that? I have another piece on de Blasio. The, the welcoming of, of graffiti. I mean, actual welcoming of it. During New York's 1970 financial crisis, the Daily News ran a famous headline about then-President Gerald Ford. Ford to city, drop dead. Here's the update. Progressive to cities, drop dead. He ends it, it is doubtful many will check the box for Mr. Trump in November, but who knows? Their alternative is Joe Biden, whose contribution to the urban chaos this week was, quote, There is no reason for the president to send federal troops into a city where people are demanding change peacefully and respectfully, unquote. The last words of his column, which city is he looking at? There is nothing Biden could say. There is no untruth that would be so declared by the media. This is the way it works. All right, everybody. Uh, Let's go to Marty in Beaumont, California. Hello, Marty. Hey, Dennis. Good morning. Um, As I explained to your uh, call screener, I'm a lifelong Dodger fan. Uh, Very upset at Buki. Upset at the two other Dodger stars that had their hands on his shoulders. Um, I'm a Vietnam vet. I'm going to give them. I'm giving him one more game. Uh, if he if he kneels, uh, I'm through with the Dodgers completely. Uh, several of the Giants knelt, including their manager. Wait, wait again. The, the key. The, wait, the wait, wait, wait. The key would, question would, is would, during uh, the would kneel, and that I could root against the Giants. But now I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm disgusted. I feel for you. I do, because it's so important to, to have a diversion in life like sports. But the left has ruined it. And it's all over a lie that America is racist. Do you understand? All of this is about the biggest lie since the blood libel against the Jews in the Middle Ages. The Dennis Prager Show. I've been looking for a Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Ah, so that's not true at 9.40. I guess that is the end of this. <laughs> You'd think after 20 years I would know my show clock. 
You would think. All right. Let's uh, let's hear your uh, reactions, my friends. Frank, Dix Hills, New York. Hello. Hi, Dennis. Pleasure to finally get to speak with you. Thank you very much. Uh, I I am a lifelong Yankee fan, uh, going back to 1961, uh, when uh, the Yankees beat the the uh, Cincinnati in the World Series. They they were they're considered one of the best teams ever in the sport. I remember going, walking through the tunnel into Yankee Stadium, you know, to to the seats. Uh, in right field, I was nine years old, and it was like walking into the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like mm-hmm. overwhelmed by seeing the field. Right. So right. I, I ju- uh, what do you call? I mark the year uh, or by the seasons through baseball. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am a. I just redid a townhouse up in Wyndham, New York, a vacation house, and I made a, 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 a you know, an area where my desk is all full of Yankee memorabilia, and I put on the game last night, and the first thing I saw was the BLM logo on the mound, and I was completely disgusted. I turned it off, and then I, I went to see the uh, the second game, the Washington game. And uh, I caught the beginning of that game. And not only did they have the uh, the logo, the BL, BLM logo, they also had all of the players uh, kneeling with a, um, it looked like a, uh, a black... Right, I uh, mentioned rope. that. So what's happening okay. to your all right, so so in, in twenty seconds, where are you now vis a vis the Yankees? I will not I will not watch another game, okay? I will not do anything to support them and and I, I I'm a letter writer. I wrote a letter to Cuomo about what's going on with the coronavirus, a four and a half page letter. All right, let me leave that aside because that's another issue. But you, you were right to do that. You're a good man. Since he's nine years old, he's been a Yankee fan. I agree with you. BLM on the mound. So PolitiFact did a uh, did a true or false thing on the statement that it's Marxist movement. What did it declare? It did it? Did it have? It doesn't have a declaration, true or false. I can't tell you how stupid the article is. It's painful. To, the, man, the man who wrote it is, is is just ignorant. Or the woman, I have no idea who wrote it. It's irrelevant. Yes, it's true that the the, the founder said she was a Marxist, but so what? Most of the people who support it are not. Do you understand how moronic that is? Do you know how few people uh, supported the, uh, how few communists supported the Communist Party in the Soviet Union? 93% of the Soviet citizens were not members of the Communist Party. So what? So what would you say? Look, 
93% of the Soviet Union is not a member of the Communist Party. Communist Party is not communist. <laughs> Hitler, Hitler never won a majority uh, for the Nazis. I'm just pointing this out. I'm not saying that they're Nazis. I'm just pointing out that the notion that every not everybody is a this, therefore the movement is not that, is 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 a non sequitur. That's all. Tell me what is not Marxist. Do they not want socialism? Do do they not want the breakdown of the of? Uh, if you look at their charter, they're against the nuclear family. PolitiFact, another corrupt organization. They're as interested in truth as I am. I kind of got to think of something. In uh, Sinhalese poetry. There you go. But I'm not against Sinhalese poetry. They're against truth. All right, everybody. Dennis Prager here. What is our story on this, folks? I want to remind you about a very, very significant website. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Flattenthefear.com. I'm broadcasting to you from Glendale, California, where the hysterics who run Glendale, it's a $400 fine. You could be walking alone with your, uh, with your pet piranha. And uh, you will get a $400 fine. It is is so shameful. Washington, D.C., the same thing. These exorbitant, second time, $1,000. Well, I may end up uh, getting that fine and then uh, appealing. I'd love to know. See, if they have the right to do that, what don't they have the right to do? And, and where is the science behind that? I read to you the, stu- the study that was released uh, on, on masks just, just last month. Was, was it CDC? It was in May? On, on how uh, outside of surgical masks in hospitals, it just it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Why isn't Sweden having any deaths? They don't walk around with masks. But it doesn't matter. People, people are freaked out. There's a restaurant in my town that uh, is has a patio. You would think as the only patio in the entire town I live in, which normally the, the restaurants, dozen restaurants are full. You would think that with the tens of thousands of people who live where in the town I live, you would have to wait in line at the one restaurant that has a patio, but you don't. So what, what can it fill at the patio? 25 people? Maybe, I don't know, 20, 25 people. And, and maybe for an hour or two a day, it's full. People are afraid even to do that. And they have barriers between tables. The power of the media to scare people. So there's an antidote. 
aside from this show. <laughs> Flattenthefear.com. You got to go and you got to support it. There's a picture that I'm looking at of the Dodgers and Giants. And two Giants are kneeling during the National Anthem and one Dodger, Mookie Betts, who got a $365 million contract the other day. Yeah, but but you see, he wants to show he's in solidarity with the poor black guy who's being oppressed by systemic racism. Anyway, I think that this is an advance. I wouldn't watch baseball right now. Let me see. I want to see the mound. Is there a picture of the mound? So where is BLM on the mound? It's hard for me to see here. Oh, yeah, something's written on it. It's all based on a lie. Do you understand that? You, it's like I'm living in a make-believe world. America's not a racist society. That's what you have to just keep understanding. And, and read my article, Five Arguments Why It's Not Racist. The moment that they go, when they make a big deal about uh, Aunt Jemima and, and Uncle Ben and the Washington Redskins, so, by the way, a name supported by the Native Americans in the U.S., supported by them. They support the Redskins' name. This is a left-wing initiative, not, not a Native American or Indian initiative. You know why? The empty people of the left, you must be empty. You fill your whole, the whole caused by lack of meaning, you fill it with left-wing meaning. You have joined a cult. Cults give people meaning, community. Feel good about yourself. And that's what it is. That's all it is. When you're fighting the Washington Redskins name and Aunt Jemima, you are empty. You are an empty human being. You are a fool. This is what you devote your life to? Trader Joe's had to give up its 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 different uh, names of non-American products that had Trader in it, like Trader Giovanni or whatever it was? Do you understand the the, the nonsense that they fight? Man has to resign from Boeing, one of the highest executives. 33 years ago when he was in the Air Force, he wrote a piece that he didn't think women should be in combat. 33 years ago, he had to resign. This is what they fight. This is what the left fights. They fight nothing. Nothing's fighting nothing. But it's, it's such a disgrace. I feel terrible for those of you who love baseball, football, or basketball. I do. I'm not kidding, because it uh, was such a, such an area of solace. You know what else? This Mookie Betts, he so feels good about himself, it just makes me puke. Oh, my immoral hero. I'm the only one on the Dodgers kneeling. Because they can't do a damn thing to me because I'm a great player. Well... The, the linkage between decency and wisdom with athletic prowess is not, shall we say, a strong one.
There are great athletes who are great men, and there are great athletes who are schmucks. He's a schmuck. That's it. It wasn't enough to kneel before the National Anthem. You had to kneel during the National Anthem, Mookie Betts. And I'm expected not to call you a schmuck. I like our flag. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody. The poison of baseball seems to be universal, but I don't know that for a fact yet, but I can tell you this. Here's a tweet from the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, actual tweet from from the baseball team, the Tampa Bay Rays. Today's opening day, which means it's a great day to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. They're, they're like trying to outdo one another to show how anti-racist they are and anti-police they are. The Boston Red Sox endorsed the message and they retweeted it to their 2.1 million followers. What you need to do in... If you're a Tampa Bay Ray fan, is get off their tweet. Uh, you know, stop being a follower. We have cowards running our uh, everything. Every every cowards running our businesses. Cowards running our sports. You pay no. There's nothing you could say. If the Tampa Bay Rays said. Uh, the police are a uh, are a bane in society. They would pay no price. <laughs> well, you got to fight back. Obviously, the, the most effective fight is to not let the left win the election in a hundred days. But uh, let's see. Tim in Claremont, California, is no longer a Dodger fan. That's correct. I'm sorry for you, Tim, but you're doing the right thing. Somebody ought to wear a jersey. Mookie Betts is a schmuck. Especially if you're a veteran and you, you or if you lost a relative who was fighting for that flag. Pete in Chicago, Aunt Jemima was a remarkable woman terrible that they're removing her. No, they don't know why they're removing her. But this is what it's come to, do you understand? This is, shows you how, how pathetic this anti-racism thing is when that's what you have to fight. Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima and the Redskins name. Okay, Nancy, Culver City, California, upset that the manager of the Giants talked about systemic racism. No kidding. I don't know how. how, If you know it's a lie, how can you go to a Giants game? Mm. Emmanuel, call me in the third hour. The black Republican has some thoughts that I'd like to hear. All right. Yes, Tony mentions, you know, Black Lives Matter, as far as I know, is not a nonprofit organization. Okay, my friends, happiness hour coming up. We need it. <laughs> 